Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Thanks be to God for another opportunity to draw near to the Lord and to encounter God through His Word at magkaroon muli ng pagkakataon to receive uh, the message of the Lord sa puso natin. So let us uh, respond and prepare ourselves to God's invitation, you know. Uh, be prepared for the presence of God sa buhay natin at this time. Let's open our ears the ears of our hearts, the eyes of our hearts, magkaroon tayo ng posture of openness and expectation. Huwag tayong uh, maging uh, parang, you know, wag natin ratuhin ng trivial itong moment na to. Instead, let's treat it as sacred. Let's revere the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Our topic today is Guidelines for Effective Ministry, and we are now in part 3 of this uh, mini-series. And we've been looking at uh, the instructions of the Lord, which is quite detailed, you know, uh, to the 70 or the 72 uh, people. I keep saying 70 or 72 because the translation, you know, in the manuscripts are not, uh, you know, in agreement whether 70 or 72. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't really matter much. Either way, it's okay. But the important thing is that the Lord has set apart 72 others or 70 others to be sent out, you no, know, to proclaim the gospel, just like the 12. But this time it's broader and larger, prefiguring, of course, what He desires in the church, that there should be an increasing number of people who would answer the call of God to proclaim the gospel and make disciples of all nations. So ito napakalaga, like I said, I've been saying it over and over again, how crucial that we raise up workers, that we find those people who are reliable, and train them, and equip them, and nurture them, and send them out, so that they can really preach the gospel, not as a sideline, but as a priority in their lives. So, Let's just uh, finish off itong pinag-uusapan natin, Guidelines, Part 3. When one is serving the Lord, he or she can experience a lot of blessings. Did you know that? Pag tayo po ay naglilingkod sa Panginoon, we get to experience the Lord in so many unique ways na hindi available if someone is not serving the Lord. So ministry is really an open door to the greater experience of the kingdom of God sa buhay natin. That's why I always tell everyone, serve the Lord. I mean, it's, this is God's calling, and it's also your privilege and opportunity to really encounter God more, uh, especially as you, as you see lives changing by the grace of God. Um, however, no, over time, and here is the problem, and some of you may easily relate to this, or maybe... 
you have observed this. Those who are serving the Lord over time uh, sometimes lose their focus. Uh, they may not be aware of it, but it happens slowly. They become more and more engrossed with the tasks of ministry, you know, with what they are doing for the Lord, that they forget the Lord Himself. Could that happen? Yes, all the time. I have seen it happen many, many times. Ministry becomes an idol. Those who are serving the Lord become more interested lang in what they're doing rather than their own spiritual lives. So eventually they burn out because the Lord is no longer the center of what they're doing. He's no longer the sustaining grace and the reason behind it all. It's more like task and task and task. After a while, yung mga nansa ministry, you see that happening. Nawawala yung heart nila in uh, they become callous and uh, sometimes even yung people na pinaglilingkuran nila, they feel na istorbo itong mga ito. They're no longer acting in love. And so you see, they become like Pharisees and Sadducees. Uh, they serve the Lord, pero their heart is away from, from God's presence. And this is something that we should really be uh, careful of. If you're in a ministry... Because uh, it's very easy to digress and really become a person uh, busy in ministry, pero absent ke Lord. And for those of you who are still young in Christ, uh, simply starting off in your journey of faith, maybe hindi nyo maiisip na this could happen to you. But it happens to a lot of people, especially those who are not aware who do not understand the dynamics of the spiritual life. After a while, they may still have the external appearances of someone who is serving the Lord. But the Lord knows better. The Lord knows their hearts. So we want to look at these uh, last guidelines of the Lord to the disciples, especially after such a successful ministry. So let's read chapter 10, verse 21 to 24, just four verses, and yet it's very important to meditate upon these words of the Lord. Para maunawaan natin at mabantayan natin sarili natin, that we would not become uh, like those who just forget the Lord, even though they are busy with the things of the Lord. So basahin po natin, verse 21. At that time, uh, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. Now, all things I have uh, been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Then He turned to His disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. 
Thanks be to God for His Word. So, tayo po ay manalangin. Let us uh, come before the Lord. Because we cannot really understand the Word of God by ourselves or see its application except through the work of the Holy Spirit in us. So, manalangin po tayo. Dear Lord, we come before you. Yes, we do agree, Panginoon, that it's so easy to forget the why, and we become so engrossed with the what. Lord, forgive us. Don't allow us, Panginoon, na magkaganon. That we forget loving you and honoring you and serving you uh, first and foremost. And not uh, loving the tasks or the ministry, good as they are, but they are not God. Help us to love you always. To always be focused on you, Panginoon, and not on the things that we do for you. So today, Lord, mangusap po kay sa amin, Panginoon, and uh, by your grace, um, convict us if necessary, correct us, train us, Lord, teach us, um, help us to, to uh, align ourselves once again, or maybe to realign ourselves once again, uh, in accordance with your truth, that we may be fully devoted to you, Lord, serving you, and not just serving the ministry. Thank you so much, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So thanks be to God for today. We are now going to talk about the final guidelines of our Lord, at least for this section. Uh, there are many other things that the Lord will teach us, but for this chapter at least, we can uh, uh, conclude our meditation no uh, of these uh, guidelines and there are, there are three final guidelines that we can look at in this chapter and i believe that each one is uh, very important pakinggan po natin especially for those of you who are serving the lord uh, there are three guidelines na kailangan dapat natin tatandaan wag natin kalilimutan una una you know something very important Stay humble. Stay humble. Let's look at verse 21. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. The Lord Jesus, you know, Sabbath scriptures, is full of joy through the Holy Spirit. And this is something that, uh, you know, we should always remember that as we serve the Lord, we should never neglect the presence of God in our lives. Now, mahalaga ang pag-aaral. The Lord is not saying that it's wrong to become wise or learned. But He's saying in effect that this is not really the main thing. Even though, uh, Kung meron tayong opportunity, maganda magpa-training, you know, mag-aaral. Pero minsan, yung pag-aaral can sometimes become a source of pride. I've been studying for a long time. I've been uh, in training for a long time. Ever since I answered the call of God way back in 1990, 
uh, I've always self-studied, you know, by myself. And then in uh, sometime in, uh, um, when was that? Was it 1994 uh, maybe? I don't know, not, not really. 1991 or something that I, I started uh, studying in seminary. And that has, uh, you know, started my, I know, my, my journey of uh, seminary education. Uh, I, I went through the Bachelor of Theology, Master of Divinity, Master of Theology, and then Doctor of Ministry. So much study. Pero, you know, kahit ano pang aral yan eh, it can easily lead to, ano, to pride. Kasi hindi naman nagmumula sa, sa ganung mga bagay ang, ano natin eh, ang, uh, relationship natin with the Lord. It's still very important that we remain as little children. In other words, to stay humble and and not think of ourselves too highly. Especially kung marami ka ng karanasan din, hindi lang naman sa aral, but even yung sa experience. If you've been serving the Lord, no? For a long time. And of course, isa sa pinaka-dangerous talaga, when you have a lot of people listening to you, or crowds of people, you know, everybody has the, uh, you know, the weakness of falling into pride, especially because of external success. If we belong to a church na malaki at marami mga membro, we feel parang, hey, you know, we're, we're better than most people. So it's really crucial that uh, we listen to this uh, guideline from the Lord, no? Sabi ni Jesus, yes, Father, you know, this was your good pleasure. You revealed, you revealed them to little children. So again, don't misunderstand. The Lord is not saying it's wrong for you to study or to be trained. He's simply reminding you uh, and the disciples, of course, first and foremost, but all of us, to, to stay humble. Marami na mga tao na hindi nila nabantayan ang sarili nila in this area. And so they have fallen. Lalo na yung biglang sumisikat. Yung mga tao suddenly become uh, famous or popular because of, let's say, yung kanilang ability. Whether preaching or teaching or whatever. Yung mga usually nagugustuhan ng mga tao. And some people, you know, eager to be famous, would like to attach themselves to personalities, to movie stars, to athletes, to people now would somehow boost their ego. And it's so important to always stay humble. And I believe ang susi is really to practice the discipline of not being at the forefront lagi. And not envying those who may be ahead of you. And just letting other people become more successful than you. And being content where you are. Now I know that's not easy for some people, depending on personality. There are some personalities who are so eager to succeed. But sometimes yung eagerness na, eagerness nila to succeed becomes an idol. And so they would do everything 
to get that success, sometimes at the expense of their own souls. Stay humble, kapatid. Even if you accomplish something in the kingdom of God, give all the glory to the Lord. And let's all be like Jesus. Even in the midst of uh, parang external success and so many people crowding to listen to him, he would withdraw. Think about it. Sometimes uh, at the peak of uh, you know, yung kanyang ministry success, he would withdraw. He would go to a quiet place all by himself or sometimes with his disciples. Instead of uh, talagang enjoying the success, he would withdraw. I need to learn that too, as you also need to learn that. We need to withdraw. We need to come away and rest a while. kara. We need to come away and rest a while to gain perspective. And to always remember it is the Lord, not us, who needs to be greater. So stay humble. Secondly, which is related to that, is stay close to Jesus. That goes without saying, of course, how crucial this is. Yung daily walk natin with the Lord, you're following Jesus, listening to Him through His Word and by His Spirit, and specifically through prayer. So, basahin natin tong verse 22. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. You know, this is so crucial. Says uh, walk nothing with the Lord, and especially when you are in the ministry. I've seen so many people get busy with ministry, and then they neglect their relationship with the Lord Jesus. They're not growing in His Word, not knowing Him, knowing Jesus more and more, and loving Him, and serving Him faithfully, they're just becoming busy, busy and busy. Busier with ministry, running here and there, mission dito, mission don. Now, some people think that uh, yung relationship natin with the Lord Jesus is a one-time, big-time thing, you know? We hear about Jesus, you know, uh, the time that somebody shared the gospel with us, we get excited about it. And then so we receive Him by faith into our hearts, praise the Lord. We get born again. And then we start running. We start doing things for Him. And we think we already know Him because of some little information that we received. For sure, your information ayon is important because that starts us off in our journey of faith. But you see, it's just a parang tip of the iceberg. There is more in terms of knowing Jesus and experiencing His grace sa buhay natin. There is more room for us to love Him and to experience, first and foremost, His love for us. Sabi nga ni Paul in his uh, letter to the Ephesians, that we may just know the love, uh, you know, that is really beyond knowing, kung tutuosin. Uh, he, he talks about the, the breadth, the depth, the, the height, the depth, and, and so the width. And it, it really, it's, it's encompassing the love of the Lord. 
There is so much to know about Jesus. Kaya lang, those who serve the Lord, sometimes they become content with mediocrity. They know a little about the Lord. And sometimes even the little that they know is not even correct. So very important na maunawaan natin, no? that we need to stay close to Jesus. And that means arranging your life in such a way that you are not so busy with even with ministry. Because you must practice uh, ample times of silence and solitude and, and um, scripture reading and most of all prayer. Really being atten- paying attention to your prayer life and growing in your prayer life. Some people remain as beginners in their, in their Christian life for such a long time. How would you know that a person is a beginner? Uh, in terms of his prayer life. Because he struggles here just to make time to pray. If you're struggling just to make time to pray, that means you're just at the beginning stages of being a follower of the Lord. No matter how long you have been a Christian. If you cannot make time and you cannot arrange your life so that you can pay attention to the Lord, Really, it's just the beginning stages. I'm not saying, you know, you're evil or anything. It's just that you have to face the fact that you're still a beginner, even even after such a long time. If you cannot manage to arrange your life so that you can meet with the Lord in silence and solitude and listening to Him and opening up yourself to Him, if that's your main struggle, really, you're, you're just at the beginning stages. And that's all right if you're humble enough to admit, okay, I'm at the beginning stages. And if you desire to move forward, to deepen your faith, and that's better, right? But there are some people who are just content with that kind of stage. They struggle with trying to make time to read the scriptures or to pray to God and to open themselves out to the Lord, to listen to His voice. They struggle with that. But they never really... Uh, move forward. They, they don't even desire to get out of it. They just excuse themselves and say, well, hirap ako talaga, busy kasi. And so they settle with mediocrity in their Christian lives. And unfortunately, this may even be true for those who are serving in the ministry. Pastors can suffer with this kind of disease. Church leaders, you know, deacons, everyone. They can be so busy with activities, with camps and retreats, with worship concerts, but their relationship with the Lord remains very shallow. You cannot really serve the Lord unless you truly love Him and love Him deeply, and you cannot do that unless you know Him and know Him fully. It's important that we stay close to Jesus. And then last but not the least, is to stay grateful. Yes, indeed. Being grateful. Because everything is by grace. Let's look at verse 23 to 24. Then he turned to his disciples and said, privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. And then he adds, For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. 
In other words, Jesus is saying to the 72 apostles, small letter A, you should always be grateful because everything that you're experiencing is by the grace of God. Now, very important yan for those in ministry. Never think of whatever it is that you have in your life as something that uh, belongs to you, something that you own or something that you deserve or you're entitled to. The ministry is about surrender. It's about trusting God. Ignatius of Loyola uh, gave a, a good uh, suggestion in this matter. He said, uh, everything in, in this life is only a means to an end. And that end, of course, is to glorify God by participating fully to His with His redeeming grace, which is our salvation. And he goes on to say, now, everything, even the good things, are just a means. Either they are helping you or hindering you. And what is needed today are people who would be committed to the call of God in their lives and are willing to let go of any attachment as the Lord reveals it to them. These are the types of people that God can use. Those who do not uh, attach themselves to things even though they are good things, but who are willing to let go of it. That's why Jesus has very powerful words concerning that. You know? And he would say, you know, that uh, if we love you know, father, mother, or whatever, you know, more than him, then we cannot really follow. He's talking about this type of discipleship. Often when we hear words concerning this, we imagine that this is for all, but really it's really for those whom God is calling and setting apart to proclaim the good news to all. We must not be distracted, but at the same time we must really be very grateful for everything that we have is a gift from God. Ministry is a opportunity, a gift, a privilege. It's not ours. That's why we don't take seriously young concepts of uh, success and failure because, you know, we just press on. You know, we don't live in the past. If God gives us success, praise the Lord. It God, if God gives us failure, it is for our good. And so we remain grateful to the Lord. Therefore, itong tatlong guidelines na to, even though they're at the end of this chapter, they're very important. Stay humble. Stay close to Jesus. Stay grateful. In other words, if I would just summarize it, to remain effective in ministry, Take care of your spirituality, your relationship with the Lord, your walk with God. Take care of that. Para manatiling epektibo sa ministeryo, pangalagaan ang iyong espiritu. No? Huwag mong pabayaan. If necessary, say no. Even though, you know, it looks good and exciting, if it, if it would compromise your daily walk with the Lord and make you um, you know, give up on those important times of silence and solitude before God. You know that that's not good. 
And if necessary, you have to withdraw, even in the midst of successful ministry, to keep yourself centered on the Lord Jesus. Don't worship the ministry. Don't worship the people or the experiences. Don't, don't worship the success. Stay humble. Stay close to Jesus. Stay grateful. Keep your heart in the right place. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Salamat po for reminding us that the ministry is not God. The experiences, no matter how exciting, are not God. The success, the crowds, are not God. None of these things, good as they are, is a substitute for you. Dear Lord Jesus, keep us centered on you. Keep us focused on you. And if necessary, give us the courage to withdraw. Give us the courage to say no. So that the world will not swallow us up uh, even while we're doing the work of God. Lord, tulungan niyo po kami to always take care of our souls and not allow ourselves to be swallowed up even, even by good stuff like ministry and church and fellowship and Bible studies. Help us, O oh Lord, to be grounded and centered on you, to prioritize you, for you are our Lord. Thank you so much, O oh Lord. I pray that um, those who are listening right now, especially those who are being called by God to, break, to proclaim the gospel and to make disciples, that we would really be faithful to you, Lord, that we would not become like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, too busy for the work of God, but no time for the Lord himself. So, Lord, keep us centered. Keep all of us centered. And for those who are not uh, in that category, Lord, ganun din sila. They need to be centered on the Lord, but they need to pray for those of us who are in the front lines. Because when people fall, the work of the Lord suffers as they themselves suffer for it. Lord, marami salamat po for making us aware of this. Again, thank you for your word. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.